On today's episode, I sit down with Dana, who went from corporate to entrepreneur while being a mom to three and a wife. So in doing so, she looks and feels her best, saying that she's in her prime. And when people learn more about Dana, they ask, what's your secret? And she shares some of that and so much more with us inside of this episode. So take a deep breath in, let it out, and enjoy this tremendous vibe. All right, welcome to another episode of A Tremendous Vibe with Sid. And today we are here with Dana James Mwange. And she was a corporate employee who went to a full-time entrepreneur. And she's the founder of Cheers Creative. And she's one of Google's entrepreneur coaches. And she's been featured in Essence and Forbes, just to name a couple. And I'll just go ahead and, you know, hand it over to you. You know, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you've got going on right now. Wow. Okay. Well, thank you, Sid, for having me on. And again, I'm a Memphis girl. I'm a mom. I'm a wife. I'm a business owner. And I'm somebody that is actively building my life around self-care. That's all I got. (laughs) I'm a branding and web consultant, full-time entrepreneur. And yeah, that's that's pretty much me. Okay, awesome. Well, why don't we just start there? You you know, mm-hmm. you said building your life around self-care. What does that mean to you? It means putting boundaries in place. It means taking care of myself first, which is not something that comes easy because I haven't been taught to do that. I have to retrain myself to do that. But I'm trying to make sure that my cup is full first so that people can have what's overflowing out of the cup. I didn't realize that that's really the best way to serve other people is to take care of myself because because I wear so many hats, I literally had to take care of myself first and quit thinking that that is selfish. That's going to help me be a better mom, wife, business owner, all that good stuff. Okay. Well, it sounds like that you've come to the realization that you do, you know, get to and need to take care of yourself, you know, in a powerful way first. Mm -hmm. What would you say is like... What's the difference that you've noticed since putting the emphasis on that, on the self-care? Honestly, I've noticed a difference physically in my health. I've noticed a difference in my bank account. I have to say, taking care of yourself first is tied to financial wealth as well. (laughs) So finances have increased. I'm calmer. I'm more relaxed. In my field, I'm a, crea- I'm a creative person. I'm always vision- envisioning things for others, coming up with creative solutions. I'm more creative now because I'm putting myself first. I'm a better giver because I'm putting myself first. And it's, and it's weird that that's how that works, but that's how it's been working for me. Okay. Now, I know there's some women who are going to be listening to this podcast mm-hmm. might be thinking to themselves like, okay, like, business, like kids, wife, and and some are even like wanting to just, you know, are maybe still working their jobs and trying to get a business off the ground. And now you're telling them to stop and just take care of themselves first. (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. I know because we weren't, we haven't been taught that as women, Hey, take care of you. And honestly, Sid, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this or not, but you were instrumental in helping me understand that I need to take care of myself first before anybody else that I need to program myself first before I allow anything else in my psyche 
And it's hard because you have to take, you know, women deal with so much guilt. You know, if I don't fix the baby the food first, if I don't do this first, if I don't do that first, if I don't take care of this person first, I'm terrible. I'm terrible. And we wear it as a badge of honor almost to neglect ourselves, you Mm. know, and it took a lot of unlearning for me to do that. Literally say even the simplest things like Dana, before you fix anybody else's plate, fix your plate because you're the one who's serving all day. Even something as small as that, Mm. you know, to uh, Dana, make sure you go to bed early. Dana, make sure that you're eating the best foods. Like, put your oxygen mask on first. And it just feels so counterintuitive because I've been taught to put myself last, put myself on the back burner. And that's the best thing that you can do as a mom. That's the best thing you can do as a wife or whatever. Best thing you can do as an entrepreneur is, is just put yourself on the line for clients. But that led me to burnout. It led me to the hospital as well. And I don't want any more parts of that. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, you know, that brings up a good question then. Like, what is a common, you know, misunderstanding or myth that you see, you know, mm-hmm. when people are trying to make that step into business, into entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. while they do have these other things going on? Work yourself to death. Work hard. Work that your business, in order for it to succeed, it must be back-breaking work. And I've heard it all. You know, we've heard it before. You must work hard to get anywhere in life. And I really want to dissect what I think people really mean to say. You have to show up every day. Yeah. You got to be consistent. Yeah. But it doesn't take back-breaking work to the point of exhaustion to be successful. It does require you to show up every day, whatever that looks like. But you can work smarter and not harder and be very profitable. You can go to bed at eight o'clock at night and be profitable. You don't have to work 15, 16 hour days to be profitable. You, you don't. I don't accept that anymore. And I've actually seen changes in my life since I started working 10, 15 hours a week max. I love that. I love that. Yeah. And I agree. It's, it's just this thing. We have, just have this misunderstanding that everyone who's made something of themselves, you know, must have worked incredibly hard. But then mm-hmm. we don't question it when we see mm-hmm. like very, very wealthy people and they're like hardly working and everyone else right. is working hard. It's like, why don't we just make it make a little bit more sense? Yeah, let's make yeah. it make more sense. Why was I sold the idea that I have to work from sun up to sundown? Why was I sold that idea? So I'm, a, I'm all about monetizing and scaling and living your best life and going to bed. That's what I'm about. <laughs> I like that. I like that. That's, that's what I'm about too. So I'm curious, like, maybe you've already said it, but when you were first starting out inside mm-hmm. of this, like, what is it that you wish you ultimately knew? I wish I had known it was okay to risk. I wish I had known that risk is part of the work. Risk is part of the creative process that the more successful you get, the more work there will be. So you might as well go to bed. It is okay to ask for help. The first two or three years in being a full-time entrepreneur, I was in worse physical shape as an entrepreneur than I was when I was at my nine to five. I wasn't uh, as flexible. I lost a lot of muscle mass, back hurting, posture was bad. I was pre-diabetic. 
I had a lot more health problems the first two or three years in business than I did when I was working a nine to five because I thought I had to carry that same mindset into my business. I must work from sunup to sundown. I must, I'll be done when I'm done, you know, and I just wish I had taken better care of myself, but also self-care. Part of self-care for entrepreneurs is pricing based on value and pricing the right thing, not just trying to underprice to get business, but there's no such thing as being able to take care of yourself and underpricing your services. Self-care and underpricing don't go together. And I wish mm-hmm. we would talk more about that. Self-care is more than just saying woo-saw, doing yoga and going to sleep. You know, it's actually creating services that allow you to impact more people and creating services where you're actually making a profit and you're building a business. You're pricing enough to build a business and you're able to get people to come in and help you instead of sometimes we build businesses where it's like, it's a car. Imagine building a car that's just for one person. And that's kind of how we end up building businesses sometimes, you know, so pricing has a lot to do with self-care. It does for entrepreneurs. Yeah. I think just like we take the mentality of, oh, we got to work sun up to sun down. But we also bring along the mentality that we're going to devalue ourselves, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, just, mm-hmm. just to get by, just to get paid. Mm-hmm. Because that's that's essentially what we end up doing when we're working for like so much for corporate. You know, what's interesting, a lot of us come from corporate, especially people of color. Uh, if we've been micromanaged, microaggressed, not trusted, we kind of come from jobs saying I can be a better boss to myself than what my boss was to me. And we end up carrying the same behaviors and we end up treating ourselves just as bad. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and thinking we have to have this backbreaking work and not rewarding ourselves with breaks. It's time out for that. But it's easy to say it's time out for that. You literally have to train yourself to say, OK, it's OK. You might even have to get professional help like I did to just be able to chill, chill and make money. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. That brings up a curious, you know, conversation for me that I've had many times too. Not only do you bring this idea and you end up being worse boss, but I've I've found this idea, especially in the online space, like the the digital creative coaching, that space where I don't know, this isn't the prettiest way to put it, but it maybe it's just a harsh reality that black women almost do have to work twice as hard. And that's the other part. It's not like this thought process came out of nowhere. And I can even speak from my own personal experience. I've had over 70 pieces of press. I have worked with some of the top people in my field and I've done this. And sometimes it still seems like it's not enough to gain trust. Whereas somebody who doesn't look like me can come in with a business card and get the deal. Yeah, let's not pretend like this thought process didn't come out of anywhere. And I had to say, you know what? I'm not going to play that game anymore. I'm going to play my own game. I'm going to play my own game and I'm going to welcome ease into my life. It took a lot of work, but you know what? You're absolutely right. Sid. Like, let, let's not pretend like it's not harder. Yes, it is. And that's why I have to be the first person to give myself grace. I have to restructure my business to make room for rest, to make room for these different things. I, you know, I'm normalizing making money 
with ease, normalizing that I deserve it. Shoot, <laughs> I deserve it. Exactly. Yeah. And what do you think is the way to get more, you know, women of color, especially to mm-hmm. adopt this mm-hmm. mindset? Oh my goodness. I will say this. You can work on yourself. Like if you, it is very well possible for you to heal on your own, because if you want healing in your life and you're gravitating towards healing, you're going to get it. But it does not hurt to have a coach, a therapist, or somebody to help you get there and accelerate that healing and help you see some things that you wouldn't have seen a certain way before. You know, we got to stop DIYing everything, even our own healing. Everything is not a DIY. It's not a, it's not a good idea to DIY. Just like I know how to work out, but I need a, a coach to show me what my body is capable of. And then having a therapist stretches my mind, stretches what I thought I couldn't even do before. I'm thinking about new things now. I'm going past boundaries that I had set because I have somebody professional helping me. I think we have to stop thinking we have to carry our burdens on our own. It is safe to like get professional help to help you relax. Not even just to get over trauma, but to help you relax and to help you to linger in happiness. You need help with that. You need help with that. If you've been taught all your life that shoe was going to drop any minute, you need help deprogramming yourself. And it's going to take time. I don't even know if I answered your question. No, no, we're getting there. And yeah. All of that is is so, so true and so right, especially when you say trying to do it yourself, because mm-hmm. the body, as amazing as it is, it has a really good way of storing a lot inside of it. Oh, wow. Yes. And no matter how much you think you can journal about it and affirm about it and look yourself in the mirror, there's this all of this down here that's like, it's uh-uh, true. uh-uh, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because it's trying to keep us safe there. Yes. I can, you know, and I journaled for years. I tried to meditate on my own for years. I had affirmations and writings on my wall, prayed alone for years. And what's interesting is there are people that have a divine assignment to help others get out of this type of rut. And it got to a point where drinking water and yoga, it just wasn't enough. And I needed help. I needed help. It's only so much over-the-counter medicine can do. At some point, you need deep surgery. Mm. At some point. And so it's okay to go get that. Yeah. And, you know, I always like to remind, you know, anyone who is religious, we've been told, right? Like, his yoke is like, cast it. But suddenly when we're down here, we're like, I'm not casting nothing. I'm going to put something over here. I'm going to get this here. It's heavy, but I got it. I ain't casting nothing. I'm just <laughs> I'm like. casting a thing. We do that. We carry it all. We carry, we, we just carry it all. And it shows up in our, in our bodies. It shows up in our, in our declining relationships. You know, it shows up in the way we do business. Oh, you can't afford that? Oh, I think you might not be able to afford it. So let me go ahead and lower it. Who told you to carry that? Who told told you to do that? In fact, we've been told the opposite. mm -hmm. It just depends on where we take our information Mm -hmm. from. Mm -hmm. It's true. This is one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life is welcoming ease into my life. Because it's easy to 
just expect things to be hard and troublesome if that's what you're used to, but just relaxing and resting and sitting down and doing that, that is hard work if you've never done it before. It is, but it's, it's worth it. Yeah. So hopefully just hearing this conversation is enough for someone to build a little bit more trust in that process. But is there anything that you might want to add just to reassure someone that it is okay to just come right here and just be with yourself for a minute and just invite ease for a second? Is there anything else that you could say to reassure someone like, hey, it's safe. It's okay. Mm -hmm. Mm. All I can say is initially it's going to feel weird. It's going to feel like I can't do this. But if you make it a point to gravitate towards this way of thinking, you'll get there. You, you will get there and be patient with yourself. Be patient with yourself in this journey. And yeah, like talk well, talk nicely to yourself. Try your best to get in the habit of catching yourself when you say harsh things to yourself. And if you do that a lot, it's going to be exhausting at first. But eventually you'll get there. You will get there. I'm somebody who thought I would never get there. And I was wrong. I was wrong. And once I started treating myself better, money started showing up differently in my life. Relationships got sweeter. My body changed, which was something that I didn't expect. Yeah. But you trust the process. Even the times when it's uncomfortable, you will get there. You will get there. Mm, I love that. And I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, you'll know when you've get there because a lot of other people start to notice it too, almost before you do. What would you say? You're not lying. Everybody keeps asking me, Dana, what's your secret? What's your secret? What did you do? I, I turned 37 and uh, people was like, 37 where? <laughs> <laughs> I've had three children and they're like, three children where? You know, because I started being nicer to myself. They were like, you know what? You're ra- and I've heard it before. You're radiating from the inside. How you feel on the inside, that must be what's going on with your outside. And I'm like, wow, I didn't even know I was radiating. I was just trying to relax and sit down. Okay, well, th- thank you. <laughs> you know, but yeah, pe- people will start to notice and they'll be like, what's your secret? It's true. I'd say your secret is just really giving yourself permission to be a woman. Huh. I don't even know if people even know what that means. Like, what does that mean to just be a woman? Like to you, what what does that mean? (laughs) You know, I was teaching something the other day. I said, did you know you could schedule time to sit and do nothing? And there were women on my line that were like, are you serious? I said, yes, yes. And you don't have to work to the point of exhaustion to deserve to sit and do nothing either. And I was like, what? I was like, yeah. You can do this thing. You can do life how you want, how you want. It requires a, a, some mind conditioning. It does. Yeah. And, and that's just it right there. Like when you start taking care of yourselves, like, uh, you know, the, the, the feminine state is mm-hmm. creative, abundant, yes. expansive, like yes. glowing, flowing. Like we see it everywhere in the world. When you think of like, you know, an ice cold beverage that just refreshes. Refreshes. You. Yeah. Like that's what. That's like what women are. That's what feminine mm-hmm. energy is. But then you almost like squash it and suck it all out when you don't just have space, when you don't just 
be with yourself when you're just working all the time and building all the time like that's that's the that's the complete opposite Sid, I think you just helped me to realize what it is that people are seeing. It is, it maybe it, it is. I'm allowing more of that feminine energy to come through, that ease and just relaxing and just being, you know, not chasing. I have to agree with you because that's what's going on. That that and I and that's what people are asking me. Tell something different about you, and I think that's what it is. You're exactly right. I have to say so. Yeah, that's what it is. That's my mission, essentially. Like, that's how literally, you know, it's, it's my firm belief. Like, that is how we change the world and get it to be a better place. If we could get more women back into balance, back into taking care of themselves, back to having their voice back, back to having mm-hmm. their space back. Mm-hmm. Like, look what gets to happen. Yeah, you are exactly right. I can only speak for black women. So many times we're, we're put in situations where we have to be the opposite. We have to be hard. We have to be tough. We have to be everything just to survive, you know, and then to turn around and say, wait a minute, I can have a life of ease. It sounds like baloney. It sounds like baloney, but it can happen. And it is something that we deserve. <laughs> we deserve it. It's true. Absolutely. All right. Well, I'm curious. Tell me a little bit about like, you know, we're coming to a year's end. And what are some things that you're really excited about going into 2021? I am excited about the lessons I learned in 2020 on how to sit down. I am not thankful for a pandemic at all. But there are some lessons that I learned during the pandemic because the world stopped and there was times where I was forced to stop. And there was these pockets of peace that I found. And I am going to be proactive about creating more spaces of peace and rest and stillness in 2021. Okay. As a matter of fact, I went ahead and created a calendar based around breaks for 2021. I have blocked off my calendar uh, every weekend, every Monday. I have blocked off after every 12 weeks, a break, an eight to nine day break. And I can't be scheduled for anything. I'm literally planning my wealth. I'm planning everything else around rest. I have never done that before, but I will be happy to report back to let you know how I went. I got a (laughs) feeling, I got a feeling it's gonna go great. I'm setting boundaries. I'm just able to plan backwards for there. No due dates on my breaks. No calls on my break. That means I got to work smarter now. And I'm only working with two, three days out the week. And that's, it's not backbreaking work. I'm forcing myself to live a life of ease. And, and I'm determined to do that. And that's when you're going to be like at your best. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited about this. I've never done that before. Never done that before. But this is what happens when you don't plan. You're like, oh, my God, when is a break coming? And that's not going to be me next year. Mm. It will not. I have already planned and calculated when I'm resting, you know, and when when I'm sitting down and when I'm going to plan and when I'm going to work and when I'm going to do all those things. Love it. So if you could have one word then for 2021, what is it? What's your word? Ease. (laughs) no surprise there 
ease. And that's my one word because ease is attached for me. I am attaching ease to abundance. I am attaching ease to health. I'm attaching ease to healthy relationships. I'm, a, I'm attaching ease to all, all things that are good for me. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Well, thank you so much again for, you know, just, just coming on here and, and, you know, blessing all of us and everyone who's <laughs> going to listen to this with that energy. I'm really appreciative of that. See, you know, I can talk to you all day about this type of stuff. And uh, thank you for being one of the people in my life that has welcomed me into this train of thought, into a life of ease. I must thank you. Thank you so much. Awesome.